Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. Welcome to Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live. I'm Gardner Goldsmith, the creator of the Liberty Conspiracy. And you can watch and listen to Liberty Conspiracy every Monday through Friday starting at 6 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. We're on Rumble, on Rockfin, and on my Twitter slash X feed, and that is at Gard Goldsmith. That's G-A-R-D Goldsmith. You can also find my work at MRCTV.org and their channels, MRCTV on YouTube and Rumble. And, of course, I invite you to check out my substack, the Gardner Goldsmith substack. That's G-A-R-D-N-E-R Goldsmith. Every Sunday, you'll find the Sunday News Assembly, which almost always contains more than 20, but typically contains at least 20 stories pertaining to liberty, plus contextual information to help you carry out long-lasting lessons to defend liberty. Tonight, we've got a very packed program, so let's get right back to it, everyone. We've got a conversation coming up that deals with so-called natural asset companies. What is that? Well, perhaps the best way to frame it is imagine a mafioso charging you or your company for being left alone and not getting punched or attacked. It's all bound up with the so-called climate change problem, which is non-existent. And, of course, it's all bound up with the carbon credit trading idea that they have. Again, the mafia is telling you that they won't punch you if you conform to what they demand for your behavior. And then, if you don't get punched, you can trade that wonderful credit for not getting punched to someone else who doesn't want to get punched as well. Oh, man. Check it out, everybody. Lots of great stuff. And I invite you to find me at Guard Goldsmith on Twitter slash X. Let's look at what's on tap tonight, everybody. Tonight, right at the start. We're starting with our mind melt. Some of you might know I spent some time in the script department of Star Trek Voyager, and I still have some of the vestiges of that old Star Trek-y mindset in my mind. So, yes, we're going to turn to the Star Trek mind melt tonight with our opening guest, Courtney Turner. If you got to see her on earlier today with Harrison on InfoWars, she was phenomenal. Of course, we'll show you her website and how you can find her on Twitter slash X. Ah, yes, you can find out all about her and the amazing work that she and others who were turned on about this particular topic have done recently. And it's very important for those of us who believe in private property and pushing back against a multi-generational, multi-centuries agenda to destroy individual liberty. And we'll talk more about that, about the SEC and natural asset companies. Those of you who know my work at MRC-TV know that back in the fall of 2022, I wrote about how the Federal Reserve had approached the major banks to get them to come up with certain ESG standards and their cost of carbon standards. 
That was only one facet of a much larger agenda at foot. We'll discuss that. We'll also talk about the importance of private property. And then later in the program, we'll go into our news flash. In fact, all of the other subjects on the show tonight are going to be part of our news flash one, two, and three. It's the journalistic jokers edition of the news flash. We'll start with EVs and wind. And how, as the psychedelic furs would say, we love you with incredible sarcasm. Then we'll talk about the border, liars, and more. You might have seen my new video for MRC TV came out today. It didn't have all of the argument that I often put together about how the issue, if you are a constitutionalist, I'm a voluntarist, anarchist, libertarian, but I do you know, try to address their points about their constitution and try to keep them honest about their constitution. Again, it is not a federal purview. It's a state purview. The word immigration is not in the federal constitution. So uh, some of that was excised from that video today. But we talk about the Supreme Court battle between Joe Biden and the government of Texas. That'll be later in the program. And we'll talk about so-called journalists and the lying feds. So much to discuss tonight, everybody. I'm so glad that you're here. Remember, you can comment on Rockfin, you can comment on Rumble, and you can also comment on Twitter slash X. And I want to welcome Tom Cooper, Karen Carpenter, and so many other good people in Rockfin, as well as Murtech, Birdhouse Blues, and Risha M inside Rumble. Recruit friends and family and let's get rolling, everybody. You know what it's time for? No, not the news flash. It's time for the Star Trek mind meld. I must try to mind meld with it. It is the mind meld, as you can see, with our guest, Courtney Turner. And we need a theme for this one and all. So let's get right to that theme. It comes to us via our friends, Black Flag. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I need some more. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Go ask what for. What do they A little Henry Rollins to help us out, of course, coming in after Keith Morris, taking over Black Flag. And now we get the opportunity to join our guest. She is Courtney Turner talking about some success, everybody. We've got some breaking news. If you got to see it on her Twitter feed, let me give you a quick show of this. This is awesome. This is the most recent retweet that I've gotten out. Courtney says, here's the SEC page regarding withdrawal withdrawal of what let's get some details from her right now congratulations courtney and welcome to the show and it's great to meet you in a manner of speaking thank you for being so awesome to me uh, in approaching you and thanks for joining the show courtney turner 
Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's uh, not often when we uh, talk about these sort of things that we get to celebrate a little victory. And I say little because I still think we need to be very vigilant. You know, I think they just rebrand, they'll rename and pivot. I I don't think they plan to slow down at all. Um, But I think this is a huge win in the regards that it really shows that we do have some power to derail their plan, at least to slow them down. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of people, especially people, uh, you know, in the, the milieu we're in, the, the truth or freedom, you know, what, whatever you want to call it. But the people in that space, I, I, I know a lot of them get to be a little bit black pills, apathetic, you know, uh, it's kind of like, oh yeah, well, they've been doing this for decades and it, you know, there's no hope. It's all over. But this proves that that's not true. Like we can derail their plans and we must. That, that is what we must do. So yeah. It's, yeah. It's amazing. And of course I got, I got a little taste of this. You heard me mention this piece that I wrote a while back in the fall mm. for MRC TV. And yeah. so, you know, we've been following this sort of stuff. I think um, uh, those people who have read, uh, I'll just grab the book over here. Um, some people got their first sample. Of this, my mom was actually clued into this stuff, you know, agenda 21 and stuff like that before mm-hmm. she passed away. But uh, I think a lot of people right. wrote, read Rosie Curie's book about okay. the green yep. agenda. Right. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. And, uh, and she was clued into it. You know, many of the bullet points that she covered and or uncovered mm-hmm. uh, were part of a very large plan. But this is something that goes back. We're talking goes back generations, really yeah. going back generations into yeah. involving the banking system, the growth of certain ideologies and all sorts of things, including <laughs> the mindset of cultural Marxism that mm-hmm. always tries to create a new underdog for which people of compassion or people who might be worried about the future of the planet will attach themselves or to which they'll attach themselves. And, of course, the only answer in the in the classic dialectic is, well, you've got to go with government. They're the ones who will represent the goodness and the Roussonian idea. Uh, so, Courtney, why don't we show uh, your uh, your Twitter feed just sure. real quick here. It's at Courtney Turner. That's C-O-U-R-T-E-N-A-Y. Turner, T-U-R-N-E-R, Courtney Turner, and she wrote at 314 this afternoon, and it was so awesome to see this, huge win. SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, withdrew the NAC application. Now, for those people who maybe they saw a retweet of this or something like that, they might have said to themselves, oh, all these anagrams, I don't even know what, uh, you know, stuff flies by people so much. Yeah. So the NAC application is obviously something you've been discussing and you even mentioned with so many hosts. Harrison this morning. Over the weekend, you were on with Richard and Tony on Grand Theft World, and then I saw you earlier with David Knight, and now you're on with me, and I'm just like, and Chris Graves and I were texting, he goes, oh, I had her on like a month ago or whatever. She's awesome. It's so great. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. So we're, we're, we're catching up on a lot of things here, and I'm, I'm running through this very quickly because this is a very big breaking thing. So why don't I step back and pause a little bit? And if I might, I'll give people a little visual, Courtney, yeah. um, because I was able to call this up and talk about it on my show after I heard you with David Knight yeah. and uh, started to do some research. And I said, oh, man, you know, this ties this clearly this ties into the whole idea of so-called carbon capture, carbon mm-hmm. credits, RGGI, all those things, carbon taxes, the um, 
the Federal Reserve move last year, September of 2022, I should say, to get these banks to connect, to come up with their cost of carbon and all this other nonsense, the, the World Economic Forum going on in Davos, all these things they've been pushing, the entire green agenda. Um, and green is actually quite an interesting term because that itself has deep roots uh, going back into uh, mythology and things like that. But to look at the breaking stories, let me show folks uh, what this looks like here. We'll show ourselves again because we're so awesome. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll put ourselves on the screen with this. Uh, go over here. Yeah. So here's real clear markets. This is just one of a few pieces that are out there. Beware the SEC's creation of natural asset companies. This is a sort of synthetic, just like cost of so-called carbon, when they mean carbon dioxide. There have been, there have been no tortious claims by people saying, well, you know, uh, based on British common law, your use of that uh, internal combustion engine just took eight years off of my life. So I'm bringing you to court. They can't prove anything, right? And they keep creating these systems whereby they're going to have a cost, they're going to have a tax, they estimate what it is, and it's all made up out of thin air. And this is the way, yeah. And uh, it seems to me that this almost is coinciding with a lot of the ESG corporations going down the tubes and needing assets. So tell us a little bit about the natural asset companies and then the course of what we, where we got to today. Yeah. Oh, wow. You, you, uh, that was such an opening. You unpacked so much there. Um, but th- there were so many things I wanted to interject with. Uh, but one thing I will say, you had talked about the, the compassion. And this is something that I, I talk about a lot. I've done several speeches on something I call the compassion trap. And I think they use, they weaponize compassion to create false dialectics. Um, and that this is, you also talked about the, uh, you know, like the, the, the groups, the group's identity. And this is, of course, an infiltration, uh, and, uh, a, a con- uh, codification through the Frankfurt School, uh, yes. where they, right? And this was a huge part of their strategy for F Haven to culture, which for those who don't know the translation, essentially cancel culture. I don't think that needs any explanation these days. Most people are pretty versed with that, you know, no matter what side of the aisle they are, they're on. That, that seems to be, uh, most of us are pretty aware with the, the cancel culture. But F Haven itself is a German term and it's a, it's an interesting kind of oxymoronic word because it means to lift up and preserve while simultaneously, uh, canceling and tearing down, which is, of course, where you get the Afhaven to culture, but really it, it's about sublation. So this is part of like the, you know, the visual would be like the Ouroboros. It's the snake that eats its tail. Um, and this is really the integral part of the Hegelian dialectic. So, you know, dialectics have a very long history uh, and they have many connotations, even within the realm of philosophical schools of thought. But the Hegelian dialectic, the middle term was negation, negative. And, right. uh, you know, it was in German, it was a haven and it would be translated to sublation. So uh, that's just a little bit of a tangent, but I think it's very relevant because, uh, as I said, we have to stay vigilant and they, they tend to work uh, both sides constantly. And you were talking about this uh the, the compassion that they weaponize and they very much did this with this whole green energy, this green, uh, earth, uh, agenda. And of course, one of the, you know, early days of this, although I think it, you know, has a 
predecessors uh, before this, but is, of course, the Limits to Growth document, the Limits of Growth uh, from the Club of Rome. Club of Rome, right. Club of Rome, right. right. And this was 1992. And if you, uh, sorry, 1972, but if you read their later document in 1992, their Global Reformation document, they admit that it was pure propaganda. Uh, You know, they don't necessarily use the word propaganda, but they pretty much, I'm paraphrasing, but they pretty much explained that they had to create a common enemy because nobody was going to buy into this junk science. It was nonsense. Um, but they needed to get create a common enemy for people to rally behind in order to get on board with this narrative that they had created. And they decided that the enemy of humanity was man. That is why you are the carbon they want to reduce. Um, so that is essentially, you know, kind of the, the groundwork that was laid to bring us to where we are today with these natural asset companies. And yeah, when you were saying there's so many anachronisms, uh, I had actually a good friend who reached out to me and said, Courtney, I don't understand any of this. It was like one acronym after the next. And I, what's going on? This is all very confusing. And uh, <laughs> I said, okay, I didn't do a very good job explaining then. I apologize. Uh, but yes, they love their acronyms. You look at the military industrial complex and it's all anachronisms. And right. uh, yeah, that's, that's how they, and I think it's because, you know, as you were saying, green has a symbolism and occult uh, reference. And I think that's what a lot of the anachronisms are about. It is a signaling to the initiates. There usually is a lot of double meaning. They'll tell you just a really funny little tangent. Uh, when I was, and I'm going to sound like an idiot, but you know, this isn't my field. So when I was doing this research, I, a lot of times when you see gap, you know, it's, it's spelled out generally accepted accounting principles. It's right. not written as gap. And right. whenever it was applying to these NACs, uh, some people call it NAC, some people call it NAX, but when it applied to this, it was only references gap. And so I looked it up and it's okay. Well, what is gap? And I, I'm guessing it's a financial term based on the context. But when I referenced it, you know, you can highlight something and it'll just pop up what it is. So immediately yeah. the Wikipedia for gap comes up and it was a demon. <laughs> so apparently a gap is like a medical demon that, uh, it helps uh, women to find their lovers, but then it renders them infertile. And here, I, I'm going to sound totally crazy, but I'm going to just share with you what went through my head. I was like, well, that's kind of what they're doing to the land. Because yes. right the, under the guise of conservation, quote unquote, right? So they're, it's beautiful. It's appealing. It's attractive. It's right. uh you know, it's fruitful into because they're creating this false, it's a total voodoo economic system, accounting system. Uh, we'll yeah. get to that in a minute, but it's infertile. You can't, they, 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 literally knacks are all about non-productivity. You cannot produce on this land. So I know that's a stretch and I don't know that that's what they were thinking, but I just thought it was funny. So I, I'm just throwing that out there. It was kind of a funny thing that came up for me. And when I thought about it, I'm like, well, that is kind of what they're doing. So I don't know. <laughs> no, that is that is remarkable. And, you know, it's interesting. And I'll, I'll refer to this a little bit later in our conversation, <laughs> yeah. Courtney. Uh, our guest is Courtney Turner, folks. And uh, we're talking about natural asset companies, which were on the we they it wasn't even the horizon. The horizon was rapidly approaching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, yes. The the vanishing point was not not vanishing. And uh, they were going to be allowed by the Security and Exchange Securities and Exchange Commission 
which shouldn't even exist constitutionally. It's a complete warping of the interstate commerce clause. And yeah. James Madison tried to warn people about that. He did. It's not supposed to be preemptory interference in state uh, over the border commerce. It's supposed to be if states have disputes with each other because states are imposing tariffs. But of course, you know, they'll gain any foothold. The camels are always trying to get their nose under the tent, and they've done so. The tent doesn't even exist anymore. Um, but, uh, Courtney, it's fascinating you should bring that up uh, because many years ago, uh, first I'll say I think you're absolutely right. The Hegelian dialectic, it's a spin of the dialectic, the ancient mm-hmm. you know, Greek dialectic, of course. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's the non-choice of well, we will present what the, what the options are for you, and mm-hmm. it's it's actually not a, it's it's a false dichotomy that they present to people. But in addition to that, as you as you so astutely point out, it's the tearing down of the old to create the new, which is presented as something of options, but both of them are directed, and then eventually the complete elimination of the old and the property thing is key. But one of the other things I'll bring up is in one of your conversations, an absolutely terrific conversation that is posted on your website, one of the most recent video conversations you had, uh, you talked a little bit about Thomas Sowell economics and mm-hmm. how much you admire Thomas Sowell and mm-hmm. among you know many people who have probably <laughs> yeah. given you great insights. Sure. Uh, but. Absolutely. One of the things I find so interesting is, you know, when I'm uh, teaching kids economics and things like that, I say, you know, we talk about what is wealth, what Mm -hmm. are resources. And I say resources, resources only are recognized as such by people. And there's tons of, uh, you know, there are tons of examples in history when things like oil was just Mm -hmm. a mineral sludge. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a lubricant until human mind resources were applied. Exactly. And that's where somebody like Julian Simon comes in or even Warren Brooks in his, his book called The Economy of Mind. But especially Julian Simon, when we talk about these neo-Luddites and mm-hmm. the Malthusians versus an, an economist like Julian Simon, who said, no, the ultimate resource is the human mind. And that's exactly what they want to shut down. That is that is precisely it. They need to control the human mind and human communication and human free will and freedom of association. Because with all of those things, the human freedom, the human will can then make things better. And mm-hmm. they want control of these things. So yeah. let's describe a little bit about what the NAC thing would have been. If you want to discuss, yeah. you know, some of its nascent origins or just want to hit what was coming immediately and go backwards. Thanks for listening, freedom lovers, to Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live. Please spread the word about our show. And remember, you can watch us every Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Rumble, on Rockman, and my Twitter slash X feed. And that is at Guard Goldsmith. Thanks for believing in the principles of freedom.
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA News Update. A Manhattan federal jury concluded Friday that former President Donald Trump is liable to pay $83.3 million to writer E. Jean Carroll. That's for public statements he made in 2019, which disparaged Carroll and denied her rape allegations. The White House is upholding its support for Israel in response to the International Court of Justice's ruling, which calls on Israel to minimize the civilian death toll in Gaza. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby said the court's decision aligns with the administration's stance that Israel should reduce civilian casualties in its conflict with Hamas. The U.S. is intensifying efforts to secure the release of remaining hostages held by Hamas in Gaza. CIA Director William Burns is scheduled to meet with officials from Israel and Qatar this weekend amid the ongoing conflict between Israel and Hamas. John Schaefer, USA News. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. What kind of help does the IRS have for identity theft victims? If you suspect you're a victim of tax-related identity theft, go to irs.gov slash identity theft to learn how to prevent potential refund fraud and protect your tax account. At the IRS, combating tax-related identity theft is a top priority, and we are committed to prevention, detection, and assisting victims, and we're working with law enforcement to catch the criminals. For more info, go to irs.gov slash identity theft to learn what the IRS is doing to help protect you. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. 
still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live. Remember, you can join the conspiracy for freedom because freedom is out of fashion nowadays. Every Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Rumble, Rockfin, and my Twitter slash X at Guard Goldsmith. Now, let's get away from the primary thing. I'll just let you know, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to speculate. I've got no dog in this race or anything like that. I'm not chasing that rabbit. Um, it, it's, it really doesn't, it doesn't really make a difference. Some people are speculating as to who's going to win tonight and, uh, by how much a lot of people on Howie Carr show were wondering, they're thinking Donald Trump's going to win by how much. And then the second question was, uh, they, they even had it as their poll today. Uh, when will Nikki Haley drop out of the race today, tonight, tomorrow at the end of the week, that sort of thing. And then they mentioned she has major media buys coming up in South Carolina. So why should, would she drop out tonight to me? And, and here I am even mentioning it. So I'm going to stop, but I'm just going to say all that speculation is, is a waste of time. Really? It's, it's mildly entertaining, but I, where it gets anybody is, I don't know, uh, you know, maybe as a, as a uh, steam release or something, maybe it's kind of fun. Uh, but to me, it's like it's worth a couple sentences and then you just move on. In fact, much more important to me was something that was happening north of the border for many of my friends in Canada. And so, everybody, let's go with a little theme from the north. We see thee rise, the true north strong and free. Wildfire and wide, O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Oh, it's just, it's great, isn't it? Just, just warms the cockles of the heart there. If only Nikki, Nikki Haley could be president of everything, you know? I mean, everybody knows she would just be so much better than uh, Justin Trudeau. You know, she would be awesome. Actually, I think she'd be a lot like Justin Trudeau. I think she would also be a lot like this wonderful lady, Ms. Freeland. Yes, Ms. Freeland, the scion of former German fascists. Continuing in their tradition as she worked with Justin Trudeau to shut down people's bank accounts when they were trying to contribute to the trucker protest. And today, a Canadian federal court, the Canadian federal court, ruled that the Canadian government violated the Charter of Rights and Freedoms when Justin Trudeau invoked the Emergencies Act. So let me give you what Jay Bhattacharya had to say about this. I thought it was pretty good. In light of the federal court ruling that the Canadian government violated the basic civil rights of its citizens by invoking the Emergencies Act, Justin Trudeau should resign and there should be a new election. 
Now, Ryan Gerritsen, probably no relation to the uh, novelist and uh, doctor, Tess Gerritsen, had this to say. He said, it's amazing how quickly the smile on her face has disappeared. That is, of course, Ms. Freeland. The feds now want to appeal the federal court ruling on the Emergencies Act. This vindictive government will never admit they were wrong and they are blind to how this makes them look. So let's hear from Ms. Freeland. However, so we are aware of the court decision. We have discussed it with the prime minister, with cabinet colleagues, with senior federal government officials and experts. We respect very much Canada's independent judiciary. However, we do not agree with this decision and respectfully, we will be appealing it. I would just like to take a moment to remind Canadians of how serious the situation was in our country when we took that decision. The public safety of Canadians was under threat. Our national security, which includes our national economic security, was under threat. Are you, are you laughing inside like I am? Because it's a very pitiful laugh. It's a very dark, dark, sardonic laugh. It's anger. That's what it is. The stuffy, officious, pure evil of these people. Let's continue. It was a hard decision to take. We took it very seriously after a lot of hard work, after a lot of careful deliberation. We were convinced at the time, I was convinced at the time, it was the right thing to do. It was the necessary thing to do. I remain and we remain convinced of that. And I'll now turn it over to my colleague, the Minister of Justice, and then we'll hear from my colleague, the Minister of Public Safety. You know, sometimes I think to myself, uh, of course, I think to myself, sometimes I think if only the uh, the genteel mask of civility amongst people who have been wronged by government were a little bit thinner. If only these people might fear the people a little bit more. If only justice were actually served properly. Going back to, oh, I don't know, the way the Vikings might, or the ancient Irish might, or the Scottish might. Maybe people like Ms. Freeland wouldn't act with such frivolous contempt for the rights of others. And then come back like a pixie koopy doll in her fashionable outfits and her pearls. I, I, I feel terrible for her because, of course, either she had to fly back very rapidly from the WEF conference in Davos, or she didn't even get to attend for some of it. Maybe she didn't get to go at all. Oh, that would be terrible because she's one of the wonderful scions of Davos. She's one of the children of the WEF, the youngsters of the WEF. It's great. 
Yeah, she came all packaged like cotton candy. Beautiful stuff. While people all over Canada saw their livelihoods destroyed. Couldn't be with their loved ones. If you go to my Twitter feed, everybody, you'll see that I just tweeted something as a little historical reminder. And I want to give you a couple things. First, I want to mention... This one from Peter Sweden. You can see him, Peter Peter Sweden, number seven. And he's a Swedish journalist. I don't know, what, what is his full name? I don't even know what his full name is. Peter Emanuelson. The Canadian court just ruled that Justin Trudeau, Justin Trudeau's use of the Emergency Act to stop the truckers' protest was illegal. In other words, they're criminals. The government seized the bank accounts of truckers for the crime of peacefully protesting. Massive win for freedom. So true. And there's a lot more. But I want to go back in time as if we're in the TARDIS. Because if you go to my Twitter feed, you'll see this story. I went back to a piece I wrote for MRC-TV. Wow, that flashed up pretty bright on me, didn't it? Here it is, February 21st, 2022, almost two years ago. So one year and 11 months, essentially. Here it is. Trudeau cracks down on freedom demonstrators trampled beneath horses, businesses corralled and closed. Now, in this, I talk about the 1988 so-called Emergencies Act, And I also discuss the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. There is the so-called fringe minority, the racist people that Trudeau tried to claim they were, even though, of course, when he sent out his horses, they trampled over a native Indian woman who was in her 70s in Ottawa. But I've got a video that will give you the lowdown, just to remind us of one week's snapshot, a couple weeks snapshot, with some background on the way that it's supposed to work, according to their O's, and how the 1988 so-called Emergencies Act, even that, they did not abide by that. And if you actually look at the Emergencies Act, as I will note a little bit later in another piece that's hyperlinked here, the Act actually itself breaches portions of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. But even if you were to go by the Emergencies Act, they didn't operate according to that. There's a process for it, and he he actually took action before the Emergencies Act finished getting its approval. And that isn't, that isn't even part of this decision about the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms that was broken. Here we go. More people should have taken Justin Trudeau seriously when, in 2013, he told a fawning crowd of seemingly bedazzled women that he admired communist China's authoritarian ability to crush dissent through suppression of rights. The level of of, uh, admiration I actually have for China, Um, because their basic dictatorship is allowing them 
uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted. Uh, but I find quite interesting. Over the past weekend, Trudeau has shown the horrifically foreboding nature of his own words. Hi, everyone. I'm Gardner Goldsmith for MRC TV. You know, after announcing on February 14th that he was so-called invoking the 1988 Emergencies Act to institute martial law in Canada, and also after acknowledging that, as I noted for MRC TV, the act not only doesn't grant as they often say, any Canadian prime minister, all the powers that Trudeau claimed, by the way, such as instituting crackdowns inside provinces without the explicit request of their premiers. Trudeau, for three days, has shown the world just how authoritarian he can make the machine of the state. Executing the Emergencies Act before Parliament has voted on allowing him to do so. By the way, the members were forcibly shut down on the 18th, and they're due to vote late on the 21st. Trudeau followed through on his threat in maddening strokes of jackbooted tyranny, literally commanding fully armed, armored, military-style police to violently corral press into, batter, arrest, and horse trample protest participants and journalists, and destroying and seizing property as part of the Bolshevik bargain. Though in 2021, Trudeau saw his liberal party hand taxpayer cash to groups tied to Black Lives Matter, which in the U.S. already had caused over $2 billion in 2020 damages alone and brought incredible physical harm to many. And though the Canadian prime minister waxed his woke whistle by taking a knee in BLM-style photo ops, he now has emerged as the most despotic North American antagonist to truly peaceful protesters. Indeed, starting late Thursday, February 17th, Trudeau got his goons to threaten seizure of children and seizure of protesters' pets, pets the government will call abandoned and likely destroy after eight days if the owners are arrested. And he promoted the seizure of bank accounts through the government corporate palantiri. Then he flooded Ottawa with masked, heavily armed cops who invaded on foot in armored vehicles and on horseback. Because as we all know, Trudeau cares so much about keeping the Canadian economy running that he embarked on a two-year-long lockdown banning voluntary market activity and church association. He said arbitrary mRNA jab mandates on cross-border truckers. And he wants government-approved banks to freeze the accounts of folks who have supported the Freedom Convoy. Being such good Samaritans, Trudeau's tax-consuming shock troops somehow neglected their social distancing to flatten the curve mania, and instead used horses to flatten an elderly woman as cameras caught it all. They just trampled that lady. Then they had the gall to claim the woman who was using a rolling walker to stay upright that she had thrown a bicycle at them. Oh, sure, everyone knows that old ladies love tooling around on bikes in the Ottawa winter. 
In response, journalist Andrew Lawton posted on Twitter, quipping, quote, shopping for a new bicycle. Any recommendations? If any of those cops had driven a car straight into that crowd and then struck an old woman, sending her to the hospital, one wonders if the leftists backing Trudeau would speak up or if they're so numb to the brutal indignancies and crimes that collectivist power visits on innocence, they simply wouldn't care. As the post-millennial documented quite well over and over, the cops Trudeau and his cronies sent into the streets show that they care only for following orders and not one whit for human rights and well-being. Trampling rights? Trampling human flesh and bone? That was the difference, Trudeau. Gotta flatten the curve. Freedom to travel unmolested, supposedly enshrined in the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. (laughs) It's considered archaic and lame. Freedom to engage in private contract, shut down. Freedom of journalistic integrity, extinguished at the end of a baton, as Rebel News reporter Alexa Lavoie discovered quite literally when Ottawa cops repeatedly hit her with their truncheons, and then at point-blank range, shot a tear gas canister into her leg, leaving a grievous injury that has inspired Rebel News to bring suit against the Ottawa government thugs. Can those witnessing this brutality not see the demon of government power that always crouches, poised, and ready to strike at any nonconformist? Can even a casual observer not see that the behavior of state agents in brutal regimes like Nazi Germany and Soviet Russia, even in Andrew Jackson's trail of tears, that they always are a possibility on any continent, that that violence is always hiding? Are people blind to the fact that what Trudeau has rained down upon innocence is a manifestation of the dark heart of all statist paradigms, the presumption of the so-called legal use of aggressive violence for whatever so-called rationale. As well-known YouTuber and attorney Viva Fry noted on Twitter, quote, if the police response to the protest in Ottawa is not the undoing of at Justin Trudeau, it is the undoing of Canada. Let no one be sanguine about this fact. All states, all states, whether they have written so-called protections, such as the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms or the U.S. Constitution, all states are predicated on force. They see acquisitive, egomaniacal, corrupt and self-congratulatory moralizers of every strife breach the so-called rules, coughing up rationales, poisons such as fraudulent equity, class envy, racial power, nationalism, colonial hegemony, tax graft, regulatory power, for the children ideology, for your protection, mobsterism, or any other so-called justification. They cough them up of every stripe. Then they wield the thundering, assaulting, thieving, possibly murderous power of the state to achieve their ends. To them, the ends justify the means. To people who believe in the rights of their neighbors to be free, the ends are the means. In Ottawa, we see a stark difference, quite clearly, drawn in grotesque strokes. We see the difference between peaceful victims of lockdowns and mandates 
and jackbooted Ottawa government thugs who actually were caught saying, quote, just watch the horse video. That is awesome. And time for the protesters to hear our jackboots on the ground. Comparisons to 20th century tyrannies are more than apt here. They are utterly, precisely, morally required. And all of those who follow orders and who have followed orders for two years, they should know where they stand. We do. Thank you very much for watching, everyone. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And please head to Rumble. I hope you uh, found that worthwhile. And uh, as I replay that, obviously, uh, uh, one of the things that uh, I would like to express, if, if you find this worthwhile, is as a story like this new fold in the origami comes out, um, one of the things that I think happens is it's a very good emotional touchstone. It's a good emotional flashpoint. But uh, if I can um, engender or uh, or uh, ask people to uh, if they pass it on to people to mention to those people, uh, you know, it's 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 worthwhile to feel the anger. But if you can mix into that the knowledge, the information that is part of that, then you can carry that information with you because the righteous indignation is very, very appropriate. But a a real positive to take out of it is to remember some of this information about the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, about at least a couple portions of it that, as I've mentioned a few times before, are easy to remember, where you're supposed to have free access between the the provinces. Uh, The police of the central government are not supposed to go into any province unless they're invited into the province by the leadership, political so-called leadership of the provinces. Those types of things, if we can remember a couple of those things, I think that serves as a positive in addition to feeling the righteous indignation and the anger, which it's good to feel, but you know we might not get any satisfaction from it. We can get some satisfaction by pulling out this knowledge, this information that we can always use and pass on to people. So that's key. That's that's absolutely key. And I also want to do this since I am checking this out. I want to go back into the hyperlink that was noted at MRC TV. U.S. press hides key info on Canadian PM Trudeau invoking Emergencies Act attacking truckers. Okay, now this is a little something from Fox News that you can see. But I want to mention this. He's the first prime minister, Trudeau to claim the emergency power since the act replaced the 1940s-era so-called War Measures Act in 1985. Okay, so again, factoid, key information, something you can flag in this video. You can go to the MRC-TV page. You can look up this February 16th, 2022 piece. You can find this information. You can memorize it. You can send it off to friends in Canada, anything like that. It, I think it helps improve the balance of people who are armed with this knowledge, with this intellectual ammunition, who can tell it to other people and then hold them in contempt, not just for the immediate angering insult to rights and morals and all those things and so on, but to prove that these people have broken their oaths, they've broken their words, and also, perhaps, as an anarchist, we can notice that, you know what, the written promises didn't stop them. 
And I don't think anything's going to happen to Justin Trudeau or Christian Freeland or any of the uh, police officers who follow their orders. Do you? No, I don't think so. It's us versus the state. That's what it is. It's always us versus the state. That's why I don't vote for people to go into offices because I don't want to support the state. So anyway, that's that's obviously a very strong position, but some people, nuances, differences, at least we get this information forward. He is the first prime minister to claim the emergency power since the act replaced the 1940s era so-called War Measures Act from World War II in 1985 and given royal assent in 1988. And that royal assent part is extremely important. I want to go into those details. And contrary to what U.S. media outlets CNN and NBC have claimed and implied, Trudeau simply cannot invoke this reworked vestige of the World War II military rule. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. You should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Thank you. 